Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm glad that you have come back today. And so if you will, be opening up to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, and we are going to start with verse 13. Uh, and just to, to recap what he's been talking about uh, since about verse 6 is this new covenant. And basically, making the point that the new covenant uh, was far greater than the old that its glory exceeded that of the Old Covenant. And in verse 13, he says, well, back up to verse 12, because that's part of the same sentence. He says, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. Okay, so Moses putting the veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome. What was the outcome of the law? Another word that is used here is the end of the law. Well, if you hold your place here, let's go over to Romans chapter 10 and look at uh, verse 4. Romans 10 and verse 4. Paul says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. And that word end means the goal or the aim or the purpose of the law. As, as Paul talks about even in the book of, of Galatians in chapter 3, uh, in verse 24, it says, So then the law was our guardian until Christ came, in order that he might be justified, we might be justified by faith. The law was put into place for a few reasons, as Paul talks about in Galatians 3 as well. It was added because of transgressions, because there needed to be something, uh, something in place because of the sins of men. So it was added because of that, but it was also added to be that guardian, to be that schoolmaster or tutor, as some translations have it, to lead the people to Christ. And he's saying here that Moses put that veil over his face that the children of Israel might not see the outcome, might not see the end. They ended up not seeing Christ through the law, which they should have. The law of Moses, as we know, was filled with all sorts of, of types and, and shadows of things to come, such as we see in Hebrews 10 and verse 1. Uh, and it, it acted it acted as he is going to be describing as a veil and actually prevented uh, the Jews from seeing Christ. In verse 14 he says, But their minds were hardened, for to this day when they read the Old Covenant, the same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ it is taken away. So he's using this, this analogy of the veil that Moses wore uh, that that is kind of what the law of Moses became to the children of Israel, that veil. It hid the glory that was that shone on Moses' face. In that same way, the law of Moses hid or, or veiled that glory that was to come, that glory of the new covenant, that glory of Christ from the Jews. Not because, and I want to, want to reiterate this, I, I mentioned it yesterday, I think, not because there was 
was anything sinful with the law. It wasn't because God designed it to try to hide or cloak Christ from the law, as Paul talks about in Galatians 3. God gave them the law to lead them to Christ. But because of the way that they viewed the law, because of how they treated it, because they considered it to be eternal, they thought it was going to be the law that they followed for forever. And because of that, they lost sight of what the law was actually for. And so it wasn't because God had designed the law to be a veil. It wasn't because God had, had, was trying to hide Christ from these people. It was their view of it, their attitude towards it, their interpretation of it, their usage of it. It was how they viewed the law that became that veil and prevented them from being able to see Christ. And he says, and he says even to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains. And that's true. It was true of the Jews here in the first century, and it's true even still today. Those who, who practice and observe their version of, of the Jewish religion, they don't see Christ because of, of the very same issue, because that veil, because of their tradition, because of their interpretation of certain things, it keeps them from... a from seeing Christ. That wasn't how it was meant. That wasn't how it was designed, but they perverted it, and it became that veil. And he says, because only through Christ it is taken away. It is only through truly looking at the law and looking at Christ and seeing how Christ fulfilled the law, how he fulfilled all of those prophecies, that that veil can finally be taken away and they can see the old covenant for what it was how it was not intended to last forever, that purpose that it had to bring them to Christ, and it leads them to him. And in him, that veil then is taken away. Verse 15, yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts, that very same idea. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. When they read the law and they heard of Christ and they rejected Christ that the law became and was a veil but when they read the law they studied the law and knew what the law taught and they heard about Christ and again saw that he fulfilled the law fulfilled the prophecies and that he was the Messiah is the Messiah that the old law discusses then that veil was then taken away and they could clearly see what God was doing and what God was teaching throughout the Old Testament and in verse 17 is an interesting verse. Now the, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. A lot of times when we use this verse, we use it to talk about perhaps freedom from sin. And that most definitely is true. In fact, we talked about that either yesterday or maybe the day before. Uh, no, it was yesterday when we were looking at verse 12 that freedom from sin. We certainly, through Christ, are made free from sin, but, but is that what he's specifically talking about here? Is that the freedom that he is mentioning here? I, I, I don't think that's specifically what he's talking about. Uh, it's true, obviously it's true, but I think what he's talking about here is that freedom from the veil. Because, I mean, at the very end of verse 16, or the whole of verse 16, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. 
at the beginning of verse 18, and we all with unveiled face. So right before he makes the statement and right after he makes the statement, he's talking about the veil. And so I think that what he's talking about here is now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from that veil. Freedom from the law, and yes, of course, freedom from sin. But again, I think he's specifically talking about that veil that blinded the children of Israel. That in the Lord, they were free from that veil. They were then able to, to see clearly the glory of God and the glory of that new covenant, which he talks about in verse 18. And we all with unveiled face behold the glory of the Lord. Of course, that glory was revealed. He's not saying necessarily physically observed and viewed the glory of the Lord, but through the gospel, through what the word of God taught, we see his, his glory and are being transformed into the same image as he talks about in 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1, to be imitators of Christ. Through the gospel, we see the glory of God, but also through the gospel, we become changed. We begin to be transformed to be like Christ. And he says, into the same image from one degree of glory to another. I think what he's talking about here is we just continue to grow. We continue to be conformed more and more. If we are learning and studying and growing, we become more and more like Christ and that image of Christ. And he says, for this, uh, for this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. The Spirit revealed the gospel. The Spirit revealed the covenant. Of course, speaking from the Lord, speaking from God, speaking from Christ, those commands and that plan that they had set in place, and the Spirit revealed it. And because of that, he, in that sense and through the word, is doing that work even today revealing it, showing that glory of the Lord and changing us through his word to become more and more like Christ. So again, I think that's some very, very interesting language that Paul is using there in verses 13 through 18. That veil that was over the Jewish people's, people's face that kept them from seeing the glory of Christ and the glory of his covenant. But when they studied it, when they learned it, when they learned of Christ and, and knew who he was, that veil was removed and they were able to behold his, his glory. Uh, so that's what we have there in verses 13 through 18. And so we're going to stop right there and we will pick up in chapter 4 tomorrow.